Welcome again to It Doesn't Take a Genius, conversation with introspective perspectives and pithy points of view. Here are your hosts, my friends, Max and Marty. I think that's Mark and Mike. Yeah, whatever. Ramsey! Marshall, here we are at the end of our journey through the logical fallacies. What a ride it's been. Oh, yes, the common fallacies. And last time I talked about, as we were going through them, I was thinking of individuals. Uh, you right. know, I was thinking of people who are like, oh, I know somebody uses that one all the time. Yep. And, and sometimes they'll use the same fallacy no matter what's going on. <laughs> like, <laughs> like it's universally applied. Right. And then as we went through the last group, I was thinking of meetings I was in. Yeah. So like, I I remember clear as day, I was in a meeting with so-and-so, or I was in a meeting with this department and this is what they use to, to try to derail the conversation or take us off topic or to get everybody riled up so that we wouldn't have to address the key point. Right. You know, so, so now I've thought about people and specific events, meetings, the, the, the conversations that we were in were, yeah, these things were in play. Well, and, and again, we uh, are doing this as a follow-up to our uh, series on Crucial Conversations, which was you know, really our most popular episodes that we've ever done. And the, the idea here is that, remember, sometimes it's the story you tell yourself that needs to be addressed. You know, you've got this high-stakes mm-hmm. emotional conversation. Sometimes you're telling uh, a common fallacy to you uh, internally mm-hmm. that has uh, given you the wrong impression of what's really going on. So all, all of this is to help you name it. And, uh, and and address it so that you can move back to the heart of the matter and, and address the real issue at hand and not just be off in the weeds on something that's just not true. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, and if uh, those of you who, you know, re-watched and rewatched the uh, Crucial Conversations, episode one, two, three, and four, uh, you'll remember that that the, the biggest part of the Crucial Conversation was analyzing yourself analyzing right. your actions, analyzing your beliefs, how you came to these conclusions, what's really going on here. And so, yeah, you may find in that analysis of what did I do to contribute to the issue that needs to be addressed? I may find that, yeah, some of these fallacies were in play and that I was I was leaning on them like a crutch. Yeah, yeah, 100%. So, We've we've got our last list today. These are these are all assumptions. These are uh, making assumptions is is today's category, and uh, boy, you are just going to think of a lot of examples of where you have seen this in the real world. Oh yeah, yeah, these are good ones. <laughs> so I, I heard this first one uh, the other day um, from a loved one who will remain nameless. Um, it's circular reasoning. The idea is that I'm not I'm not going to uh, do anything other than make the argument. And then restate the argument as proof. Okay. So, so here, here's the example that, that was given to me. I don't need to take a COVID test. <coughs> I don't have COVID. <coughs> yeah. How do you know you don't have COVID if you haven't taken a COVID test? I don't have COVID, so I don't need to take the test. Yeah, yeah but 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 if you but if you don't take a COVID test, how would you know? Well, but I, but I don't need to take a COVID test because I don't have it. Oh yeah. It kept going on and on and on. It was circular. Right. Oh yeah. 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 When, when, when I was looking at this, the the first thing I thought of is I'm going into the, uh, to the Mexican restaurant and it says authentic Mexican food. (laughs) Well, well, how do you know it's authentic? 
there's a sign <laughs> the sign says the mexican restaurant isn't it yeah it's a mexican restaurant and it says authentic mexican food so it has to be authentic mexican food <laughs> yeah duh yeah i've explained you, myself clearly move on you and i have been in meetings before where uh the person leading the meeting has literally <laughs> said i think the main thing here is that you know that i'm listening to you Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, if you tell me that you're listening to me is not proof that you're listening to me, right? So uh, anyway, we could talk about this one. I, I, boy, I love circular reasoning. It's just the best. So, um, so there's that one. The next one is equivocation, equaling two things, uh, equaling two definitions of the same word. So in other words, you're going to make an argument by changing the definition of a word uh, claiming that those two definitions equate that's the equivocation okay all right all right so yeah hit me with one of these i, I see this a lot uh, i was working really hard on the computer and what they mean by working really hard on the computer is uh playing solitaire and minesweeper on the computer that's playing on the computer not working on the computer but they were on the computer you know just working really hard um mm. in, a, in a phrase in a way they have been working They've been working at a game, right? Mm -hmm. So, the uh, no, that makes per perfect sense. So, so now I'm thinking of yeah, I'm talking to the sales guy, and he says you you know you know you were gone most you know the middle part of the day. Where were you? Well, I was networking off site. Yeah, right. <laughs> okay. So, could you take a breathalyzer real yeah, fast? Yeah, yeah. Since when is day drinking <laughs> networking? <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. That's we would call that something else. Yeah. So, but yeah, yeah. I define it one way. You define it another. Well, way. It, and you you bring up something that uh, you know could go along with any of these episodes on the fallacies. But define your terms, right? Let's mm -hmm. define your terms. What do you mean by uh, networking, right? In in that case, what do you mean by computer? What do you mean by working at the computer? Mm -hmm. When when we start to get specific, and it's it doesn't have to be ugly, right? We're just asking some questions, being genuinely curious, trying to dive a little deeper so that we make sure we're not making a fallacy. And, oh, that's when we uncover, like, man, when you have to define that word, things become real pretty fast. So, Oh, yeah. Yeah, I remember a conversation, sales manager said, uh, uh, said where were you? And he, he said, uh, he says, I was, I was out prospecting. And the guy says, well, I saw your car at the uh, strip joint. <laughs> you know? and, the guy, and the guy didn't miss a beat. He looked at me and he said, everyone working there had jobs. <laughs> <laughs> so I knew they had jobs. They could buy what it is that we, you know. Got it. I'm like, ah, oh, genius. What a forward thinker. Yeah, marketing <laughs> genius. Uh, yeah. All right, the next one is uh, the loaded question. So this is one that, you know, comes up uh in uh, court cases and then uh, reporters questions sort of gotcha questions you're asking a question that already assumes an argument based inside of it so uh you know example when did you stop drinking on the job so i'm asking you about when did you stop drinking on the job i'm already assuming that it's just true that you've been drinking on the job that's oh, yeah. the fallacy right oh yeah yeah. So, Mark, uh, do you still beat your wife? Right. That's the other classic example. <laughs> like, like, right. Wait a minute. <laughs> and and in public relations, you know, which was my field of choice coming out of college and our agency, you know, mm -hmm. when we do media training, you were trained to not answer those questions. Right. You don't deny right. it because then the headline the next day is, you know, CEO denies beating his wife. 
right? Yeah. That doesn't play well, right? Right. Yeah, you're done. Yeah. The, uh, the yeah. So the loaded question. Uh, yeah. All of a sudden. Well, and this goes kind of back to the propaganda, right? This creates huge emotions. Oh yeah. So so yeah, I'm just trying to get you emotional, get you defensive, get you in fight, flight, or freeze mode. Yep. And now and we plant a seed for everybody else listening that you know this is true. Yeah, and now we don't have to talk about the main thing because we need to talk about the wife beating. Right. It's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, obviously going on daily, uh, according to the question. <laughs> All right, the next one is the slippery slope. So this is assuming that accepting the argument will be, you know, just the first step in uh, in a whole sequence of many steps, you know, that, that we're now, you know, we take that step and now it's slippery. Everything, we're going to slide right off the slope mm-hmm. here. Um and, and again, these are things that we've, you know, you and I have heard many times. We can't pull people out of operations to have a meeting. You know, the next thing you know, we'll be having meetings all the time and we'll never get any work done here. Mm-hmm. Well, no, that's not necessarily true, right? No, uh, we could, because we, we have some, a meeting. Yeah, we can use some meeting restraint. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, we could govern ourselves. Um yeah, I hear this one a lot, you know, with, with leaders who are worried about interacting with their team members uh, on yeah. a group situation. So, all right, we're going to have a group and, uh, you know, and at the end, what, what, what if we had some, some Q&A, some questions and answers? No, 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 no. If you let right. one person ask a question, it's just going to devolve into chaos. Right. right. You know, it's like, no, I think we could manage this. Nope, yeah. nope. Yeah, one question could just lead to, uh, you know, loss of control of the entire meeting. Yeah, and 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 hey, the the uh, the meeting could have some fallacies that come up from your staff, right? That could come up in some of those questions. Mm-hmm. Guess what? We can address those or at least sideline them so that we can get back to the topic. It's not a good reason to not have the meeting, right? right. So that's a perfect example. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, so we have three more. And uh, uh, two of them are, are kind of connected. We've got part to whole and hold apart. And mm-hmm. so, so what we mean by that is that we're, we're basically assuming that if it's true of the part, it must be true of the whole. If it's true of one member of a group, it must be true of the whole group. If it's true of uh, one type of product, it must be true of, of every other type of that product mm-hmm. um, and so on. And then the, the flip side, hold apart. If it's, if it's true of the whole, it must be true of the part. So, so part to whole, and an example of that is, uh, you know, Jill is a really high performing employee. I'm sure that everybody down there in her department is is also overperforming. They're just they must all be stellar, just like Jill, and we'll think that way, right? Um, another one that we hear a lot in the car business, and I'm sorry those of you not in the car business who are about to give you one of the dirty little secrets in the in the business is that there's a saying in the industry: buyers are liars. What we yep. mean by that is that they might just have uh, had somebody come in, a few people come in and, you know, gloss over some details about their trade-in, for instance, or about what they're really trying to accomplish with their with the, with the sale that they want to make or fill in the blank. They're just not telling the salesman everything. Mm-hmm. And so we've had people do that. So that means unequivocally, buyers are liars. They're just all liars. Every one oh, of them. Every, yeah, the whole group. Uh, yeah. Well, and I ran into this, uh, you know, my wife and I adopted a little girl from China. Yeah. And and we would meet people on the street and they would say, you know, where's she from? And we'd go China and they would go, oh, they're so smart. 
like we haven't seen any Einstein behavior at you know up to this point, right? We're not disagreeing with you, but but when you looked at it, right, where did that come from? And it came from when when I was in school and we had an exchange program with China and they would send people over. So I'd say, you know, where where'd, where'd you come up with that fallacy? And they'd say, well, you know, there was two of them that were exchange students in my school and they were just brilliant. Yeah. So, well, do you think maybe China didn't send <laughs> the ones who <laughs> the dumb were ones didn't make it over? Yeah, there's some that probably didn't pass the test to become exchange students. So you only got to meet the geniuses. <laughs> like, and you'd see them go like, oh yeah. I guess just because I knew this one doesn't make them all uh, right. There's right. A, a billion geniuses. Uh, right. You know. Right. I love um, that. But yeah, people had that. That was their instant thought was, oh, they're so smart. Uh, you know? So and I will um, say for the for the record, you know, ours is a genius. So uh, we, we got well, she's a lovely young lady at the yeah. very least, uh, at the yes. very least. Um, mm-hmm. So the flip side is hold apart. You know, if it's if it's true of all, it it must be true of the part. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, eh, you're you know, the Chinese example might even apply here, too, but. Um, you know, the, the one that I've seen is, uh, you know, that that family's full of people that are engineers or went to Ivy League schools or, you know, fill in the blanks, something that a lot of a lot of the people in that family, a lot of the people in that group were something prestigious. So this one employee that we're about to hire must be gold, just absolutely stunningly good at whatever it is we're hiring them to do. Mm-hmm. It's not true necessarily. Yeah, yeah. Well, and it may not even be true that they're going to do whatever it is that the group is doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that, yeah, yeah. There's, you know, the, the parents are doctors. Two of the siblings are doctors. I'm sure the third sibling will be a chef. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, they're gonna be a doctor, right? It's it's the whole to part. Uh, yeah, right. Uh, yeah, it's, right. it's got to go that way. Well said. So uh, these these come up in meetings a lot. And uh, final one. The either or, right? This is never used as a sales tactic, obviously. We would never, you know, say that that happens. <clears throat> but the idea of uh, arguing that there are only two alternatives. It's either this or it's that. That's it. There's there's nothing else on the table that could possibly be true or be a choice for us. It's only these two things. When, of course, there are, you know, any number of possible solutions or possible uh, things that could be true. Um, we can either open on Sunday. This is what it's down to, folks. We either decide right now we're opening on Sunday or we're going out of business because we're going to lose so much revenue. There's yep. the only two options ahead of us. And again, we've brought up Chick-fil-A before. You can look to uh, Chick-fil-A to know that that's not necessarily the only two options on the table. You can make a ton of money, more than your competitors, and not be open on Sunday at the same time. That's possible too. Oh, yeah. Well, and this goes to the heart of the divide i think in our entire country oh boy uh, yeah you, you know the 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 yeah if, if you're for this you have to be against that right and and the reality is that that most people see complexity they see they see areas of gray they see exceptions they see uh, right but but the people who are shouting the loudest are like uh, yeah if you don't like this if you if you like this you hate america right like no, no, I kind of, I kind of not for that. And I really like America too, <laughs> you know? So, so yeah, this either, or is, is this, this, 
this polarization that yeah, if you're for this, you're against that. If we yeah. if we do that, this will be the only outcome. Yeah. It's like, no, no, it could be like hundreds of different outcomes, depending yeah. on how we do it, when we do it, the manner in which we do it. Yeah, all these things um, are much more complex. But yeah, the 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 either or, right? And and that one goes to I think that one kind of goes back to the very first one we started, which was you know the fear. Uh, you know, I'm gonna yeah. I'm going to create fear. You know, if we do this, you know, all is lost. It's like, oh yeah, you're just trying to scare people and yeah, it's not working. You know, that Mike, assumption is not right. That, you're, you're spot on and, and you've taken us to an inspirational universal, you know, closing moment here in this series to uh, tell us that we all need to start having better dialogue with each other. Mm -hmm. um, I, uh, the, the same person that told me, um, that they didn't have COVID, um, didn't need to take a COVID test because they didn't have COVID. Um, they were also sharing with me about somebody that I knew of who I thought was an absolute loony from the other side of the political aisle. And um, this person I was talking to uh, was closer aligned to my side of the political aisle, and but they knew him. And so we had a really interesting conversation about uh, some really good characteristics of this person that they vehemently disagreed with on many socio-political issues. Um, but suddenly it became a much more nuanced conversation, right? It's not either this person is righteous or this person is evil. It, it doesn't work that way in the real world. And we could talk of a num number of other examples of where people force themselves to choose between A or B, and there's really C, D, E, and F as options. Uh, but I but I love, I, I think that's a a great last word in the the concept of fallacies to to say you know this is this is literally tearing our country apart right now to uh be buying some of these superficial arguments and not going a little bit deeper with people please go do that listen to our podcast series on crucial conversations if you need help on that but this is this is a big deal oh yeah well and, and you 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 hear people you know they'll start to say something and then they'll They'll have to preface it, uh, right? Okay, <laughs> here's what I think, but this doesn't mean, right? You know, and they'll they'll have to like, you know, I've got more thoughts on this, so the moment I say this, don't just go with the either or. Yeah, don't run with this. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think uh, you know we can blame it all on memes. <sighs> so, uh, yeah, yeah, the e the either or makes a great meme. Yep. The the complexities of a of an idea uh yeah they don't lend themselves to seven words or less yeah yeah <laughs> just just yeah it just doesn't work so uh yeah i think we've we've done just an amazing job and this is one of those that that yeah you probably have to go back and listen to a couple of times especially after you have a crucial conversation or you have a a, a difficult meeting or something you'd be like I know something happened there. Yeah, but I'm <laughs> right. Not sure I can I can put a name on it, right? So that I could be better at it the next time. Uh, but yeah, running back through the handout, listening to this again, and you'd be like, oh, yeah, oh, oh, oh that's what they were doing, uh, you know. Or my goodness, that's what I was doing. That's what I was doing. Yeah, thank you. Thank yeah, you. yeah, I was, uh, yeah, I was that guy, uh, right? You, you know, and I did it three times, <laughs> right? <laughs> really, yeah, it was not good, and I tripled down on it. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, not, not, not how I want to, I want to go forth into the world. So, 
uh, yeah, I appreciate you bringing this to my attention, and and yeah, it dovetails perfectly with crucial conversations and and just yeah, every aspect of life you're going to run into this. Yeah, this this is pretty uh pretty universal. So, uh, and I appreciate you making the political point uh, that that uh, is maybe going to help us survive uh you know another decade at least um if if we can uh, figure out how to have better conversations with each other and really learn uh what's going on not to say that we don't have you know strong opinions and uh believe that one side or the other is is very wrong on something but we could have a dialogue about that and get to the heart maybe and and find some common ground so um with that you know who's our common ground oh Oh yeah, that that guy. Yeah, talk about nuanced. Right. Yeah, yeah. Right. Uh, always open to new ideas. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. And he's our favorite announcer because he's our only announcer. <laughs> yeah. Right. Take it away, Mister Wolf. And that's it. Join us next time when you'll hear Mike say, "Well, I'm sure he'll say something pithy." Don't miss it. Next time, it doesn't take a genius. That's good enough.